Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Bree. And thank you for listening to the Creepcast. If you want to share any stories or fun facts about topics we've t- discussed on our podcast, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. And if that cramps your style, we also have Twitter, which you can find us under at castcreep. Both C's are capitalized. We also have Instagram. <laughs> find us on the gram at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have the Facebook, because who doesn't have Facebook? And if you, you don't, us. you're a serial killer. I mean, serial killers have those too. I'm getting off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but our Facebook is The Creepcast with Brie and Burr. And we also have a website where you can find a link to all these lovely things and our Patreon, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yeah. Thanks again. Oh, okay. Well, hi there. I'm Brie. I'm Burr again. And welcome back for the third time <laughs> to The Creepcast because Austin has sticky, deleted fingers. <laughs> Everyone's everything. <laughs> And I was like, hey, just to undo it. I don't know what he did in between deleting it and undoing it, but it ruined everything. I hit undo. I don't believe you. <laughs> Garage Band wouldn't do this to me. That's shame. <laughs> oh, but yes, hello. Welcome back. We, we did come back for the 101st episode. We're not done yet. Here's to maybe 100 more. Because we have nothing better to do. (laughs) You're our entertainment now. (laughs) You're stuck with us now since the quarantine. Yeah, see. Don't touch too much. You might delete it again. Listen, man. (laughs) Trying to do my... Uh, See, now I lost it. I had a good gangster accent going on from the 30s, and then you threw me off my game. The 30s? Are you hating? You mean the 20s? It could be both. If I can incorrectly tell time and <laughs> she can get a genre wrong for once, leave her alone. Yeah, Austin. <sighs> you bully. He's so cruel to me, guys. Hashtag canceled. Hashtag cat even. <laughs> you're going to need eye drops with the way you're making your eyes droop. Oh, he wonders why he's got dark circles under his eyes. It's because he won't stop pulling on them. <laughs> Thus busting the capillaries, making a bruise. Or he could just have a science red children mark on his forehead. <laughs> He's so upset. <laughs> Did you count to five? Do you feel better? <laughs> Lucy Goose. Listen, Marty. <laughs> you signed up for this. Yep. Uh, anyways, so yeah. Welcome Speaking back. of old detectives and you know, trusting your hunch instead of evidence. <laughs> What is this week's topic, Burr? This is Satyrs. Part one. And children strap in. Children leave the room. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Adult children, children strap in. The rest of you children under 18, please do not be listening to this. Stop it. Turn it off. Right now. Because the first sentence. Don't make me call your mother. I I just wanted to act act like I actually do who I was talking to. (laughs) Billy. No. (laughs) Oh, God. I love you guys. <laughs> so tell me, Bur, what is a satyr? A satyr is a Greek mythology. Uh, he is also known as a Silonus, uh, which is a male nature spirit with ears and a tail resembling those of a horse, as well as a permanent um, extract. Exaggerated. Thank you. Exaggerated erection. That's right. We're starting. Right off the jump. We're just jumping off the cliff. We're not easing you into penis. <laughs> Deal with it. You asked for penis, we gave you penis. If you didn't ask for it, you got it anyway. Because you were probably a woman, and that's what happens to us. We can blink, and we, that means we want the dick. Yep. Just shift slightly. She was shifting. She was asking for it. Now uh. that's a bit of a reach, Tim. Get it together. I love it. <laughs> But uh, early artistic repre- representations thank you, sometimes include horse-like legs, but by the 6th century B.C., they were more often represented as human legs. Uh, comically uh, hideous. Why is it funny hideous? Like, what? But anyway, uh, comically hideous. They- Listen, this is what the internet said, and my auto thing didn't correct me. Comically, deal with it. When yeah. you get your English major, Austin, Never you may exactly. So leave me alone. <laughs> leave Brady alone. <laughs> Don't write papers for a reason. 
That's also because you can't read. So, <laughs> which you admit to all That's the time. That's the second one. <laughs> Stupid. Can't type shit if you can't read. You don't even know what you're typing. <laughs> I'll be like, whose toddler got a hold of their laptop? How would he even get into Microsoft or anything else if he can't read? Well, that looks interesting. Listen, children just click There's things symbols. sometimes. I mean, that's how Baby kept finding all the other stuff on my phone. I was like, how the fuck did you find this? Because he's Satan. <laughs> I know. He started to get there sometimes. He gets there, throws those fits, and I was like, are you going to kill me? I don't have a balcony to fall off of. <laughs> For you, Damien. <laughs> I live on the second floor, but there's nowhere to fall. <laughs> Not on my dog. What the fuck are you two talking about? The Omen Austin start watching horror movies so you can understand their gold It's about material. the Antichrist being born as a child. Yeah. And since he has, you know, can control people. Yeah, he made his fucking nanny, uh, nanny kill herself. Yeah. It was like his sixth birthday. Yep. Or something like that. Right in I front know. of a, him and his family and his Yeah, guests. they're like... She, yeah, it was a balcony. She fucking, she's like, Damien, this is for you. And then she just jumps off and kills herself. And I was like, that's a bit excessive. Yeah. Alrighty. But if he's Satan, he needs souls. Yeah. And you can't go into heaven if you've committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. That's connected. She was sacrificing her soul to Satan. Crack the code, guys. We're done here. Because <laughs> that was the same thing. I mean, I know that, but it's like you don't think about it as in depth. Like those subtle cues of... How do the cows fit in? They eat the people. Because if you've gotten eaten by a cow, you go to hell. It's just part of the rules. I don't know why, but, you know, Satan didn't think cows were going to do it, and God was like, watch this bitch. Cheers, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So God was the one that made it work. Fuck yeah. And then sends them to hell for it. you can't tell me God hasn't been drunk ever. Have you seen platypuses? (laughs) (laughs) Or giraffes. I love those ones. Give it a neck, but like eight feet long. How else is it supposed to reach the tree? Or a peacock. Make it pretty, but make it obnoxious. <laughs> Drag chicken. Drag chicken. There we go. But yeah. So, come on. God gets drunk. Yep. Or he just started accepting fan letter from children's souls. I want an animal that looks like this. And I was like, I don't know about this, but okay. Maybe they sent in pictures of their puppies or something. And he's just like, he's like, oh, a platypus, huh? (laughs) God damn it. I turned it from God being belligerent to God, you know, being a good being, which is, you know, (laughs) probably the Lord's work. But as we were saying, (laughs) speaking of the Lord, Lord. let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) And the Lord Jesus said, he said that they were more often represented with human legs. Uh Uh, Comically hideous. I've already read this part. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Comically hideous. They have mane-like hair, bestial face, and snub noses, and were always shown naked. Naked. But naked. Uh, Satyrs were characterized by their uh, ribaldry, I think, which is blue comedy, which means they real dirty, they dirty birdies. They're funny, but they're dirty. Mm-hmm. Like the really dirty jokes that you would never tell at an office party. I wouldn't know. I've never been to an office party, but that's what I'd imagine. Yeah, it's those dirty jokes you hear your father telling. You're like, oh, I know I can't repeat Papa. that. <laughs> How could you, Papa? <laughs> Such. <laughs> well, that went zero to one hundred. <laughs> Why would you speak switch followers? <laughs> I don't know why, but I just, I felt the need. It was great. I oh, loved the, it. The 1600s. Papa. <laughs> if I was a male and a child ever called me that, I'd be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> come up with a better young name for me or don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> this is why we don't go time traveling. I'd be dead every time. <laughs> or the future would be drastically fucked. Yeah, that's not or a problem. Better. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hashtag brief for president and how long till he turned 35? Six years. <laughs> well, eight years. Because they had to wait two more. Because, yeah, math. Unless, you know, Trump just becomes a dictator. But hey, such is life, my dude. It's <gasps> <laughs> a whole other topic we're not getting into. <laughs> no politics here. Continue. <laughs> but blue comedies were known as, lo- um, oh shit. Lovers. Not blue comedies were known as satyrs. Uh, were no, it was blue comedy. Okay, and we're known. Yeah, blue comedy, and we're known as. But why were blue comedies known as lovers? I think they mean satyrs because it's part of a whole sentence. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they were known as lovers of wine, music, dancing, and vemin. Yes. Um, they were companions of the uh, god. Dionys, Dionys. Uh, I think it's Dionysus or Naeus. Dionysus. There we go. Dionysus. Okay. I kind of want to start singing Amadeus. <laughs> Amadeus, Amadeus. Oh, or, which oh, always oh, makes me think of the Simpsons episode with the Planet of the Apes. Doctor Zeus, Doctor Zeus. <laughs> I always got Family Guy. I'm a tumor. I'm a tumor. Oh my god, that one. Oh my god. Ah, that's such a good song to parody. Love it. Anyway. <laughs> Dionysus. That's how I should probably remember. Yes. <laughs> but they were believed to inhabit it remote. I'm going to read that again. Uh, they were um, companions of the god Dionysus and were believed to inhabit remote locations, locales, I'll go with locations, such as uh, woodlands. Mountains and pastures. They often attempted to seduce or rape nymphs and mortal women alike, usually with little success. That's nice to hear. I, all I can unlike, think of them. unlike other things that happen in real life, I'm glad to hear that someone is doing bad at their raping job. <laughs> We're going to go right back around. Well, it's like, you know, an Hercules. Where yeah. does he find them? Being a creep on nymphs. And they're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Smack. And then he's just like, nymphs, they can't keep their hands off me. And one of them smacks him. Yeah, it was the oh, tree yeah, one. The tree, yeah. Yep. Just cracks him and it's like, good for you, girl. It's like the meme from, what is it? Oh, what is the show? Arrested Development. Where it's mom, good for her. <laughs> me always. I love it. <clears throat> Buckle up for this one. They were sometimes shown masturbating or engaging in bestiality. You're so great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in classical um, Athens, satyrs made up the course in general of the pl- uh, of plays known as satyr play, which was a parody of tragedies, also known for its bawdy and obscene humor. The only complete surviving plays of this genre is Cyclops of uh, Euripides. Yep. Although a significant portion of uh, Sophocles. And then that was uh, in... I think it's Ichnute. Ichnute. Oh, okay. I tried. Um, But that has also survived. In mythology, the Seder Marsh is said to have challenged the god Apollo to a musical contest and been flailed allied for his hubris. Flayed. Flayed. What'd I say? Flailed. Oh, shit. Just him flailing. Just like an inflatable man. <laughs> I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat that motherfucker with this motherfucker. <sighs> but, oh, my God, that's painful. And yeah. totally just way. I only know that because, well, I've heard, I think I've heard of flailing before. I just can't remember where else I've seen it in. Probably plenty of horror movies. But it most recently it reminds me of Game of Thrones. Because the one dude. I don't know what you're talking about because I stopped watching this. There was a a uh, a vampire show, being human. Ah, because his one son did something. His son, and uh, he had to be. They needed their, a pound of meat. Ugh. So they had to f- his skin. Ugh. And then he has to recover by killing you know people and stuff like that to get their nutritional stuff. Their essence. Yep. Take an iron pill, you anemic fucks. <laughs> Um, what were we saying oh okay so those uh, superficially ridiculous satyrs were also thought to possess useful knowledge 
as they could be coaxed into revealing it. The satyr Silenus, Silenus, I don't know anymore. Yeah, close it up. Was the tutor of young uh, Dionaeus. Dionaeus. Thank you, <laughs> Dionaeus. And a story from um, Ionia. Yeah. Told of the Silenos uh, who uh, who gave sound advice when uh, captured. So the satyr play thing. Like, reading that at first when I was typing it out, I'm like, really? We're going into, like, the crazy sex kinks already? <laughs> like, I got in large direction, and now this? But then I was like, oh, play, play, not, you know. Because, you know, puppy play. What is it? What's the other thing? Horse play? Yep. Pony play. Pony play. That's what it is, of course, because it's got to sound cuter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a grown man dressed as a horse, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like... You know, there's a show on um, Hulu. It's called uh, My Strange Obsessions or something like that. And it has pony play in there. Whatever. If it makes you happy, like, do you. Exactly. Fuck everybody else. Yeah, like, you do, do you, boo. And as long as you find people that will willingly also do it with you, then, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. know I'm not that person. I'll be supportive <laughs> of you, and I will go to your place, but don't expect me to get out there with you. If any dude was like, okay, now put this tail in my butthole, I'd be like, I'm leaving <laughs> to go get out of my house um my mom just called <laughs> my hamster died i need to go <laughs> I need to go just i can't i could not i'm sorry but more power to you to that could and make money from it because you know there's bitches out there that are just doing for the money 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 hey must be the money <laughs> Oh, sorry, I can't stop myself. Love it. All right, so moving on into the next bit of this section. Uh, over the course of Greek history, satyrs gradually became portrayed as more human and less bestial. They also began to acquire goat-like characteristics in some depictions as a result of conflation with the pans, plural forms of the god Pan, with the legs and horns of goats, which that was one that, because that's one of the names of, Khan and Wiccan religion. Mm-hmm. That was the one that my mom's last husband was like, oh, so you worship Satan? And I'm like, no. And he's like, do you know what pan is? And I was like, he's like, do you want me to tell your mom about this? And I was like, my mom bought me the book. Yeah. Like, she knows what I'm bringing home. Yeah, I remember that. She's just like, I want to make sure there's no naked women and stuff in there, which was highly agreeable. Fine, I mean, if you're getting allowed. into a different, like, um, not language, I mean, religion. if I really wanted to see a naked woman, I'd look in the mirror. There you go. Free show. Right. Hey, guys, did you see this titty? <laughs> it's just me in the mirror. It's a great titty. It'd be like, you go, you. <laughs> Good job. Sometimes my boobs are amazing. <sighs> Women are weird, guys. We literally do this shit. Mm-hmm. We're just like, hey, good job today. You're sexy. I just walk away. Like, yep. oh. We don't do makeup for you. We do it for us. Because men love pterodactyls. But anyways. You're welcome. So the Romans identified satyrs with their native nature spirits, fawns. Eventually, the distinction between the two was lost entirely. Since the Renaissance, satyrs have been often represented with the legs and horns of goats. Representations of satyrs cavorting with the nymphs have been common in Western art, with many famous artists creating works on the theme. Since the beginning of the 20th century, satyrs have generally lost much of their characteristic obscenity, becoming more tame and domestic figures. They commonly appear in works of fantasy and children's literature, in which they are most often referred to as fawns. Unfawn? Unfawn. Did you know my little sister's never seen that movie? I mean, she was too young when we first had it. But it's been on Netflix for so long, I would have assumed she would have watched it. I have it. I will probably send you home with it. I have it on DVD too, bitch. Okay. Because I remember I put it on for bed once, and I was like, I'm just going to fall asleep listening to this movie. And they started talking, and I'm like, I don't understand Spanish. (laughs) I knew that. I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep to this. And then I was just like, I got this. I know this movie. And then they start speaking. I'm like, fuck. I'm invested now. (laughs) I know. And like I said... Like, the only part I'll get is unfond, and I'm like, wow, it's the beginning. Yay. <laughs> and then that's what all I, all I would have. But yeah, that movie's so good. If you want to be emotionally wrecked, watch Pan's Labyrinth. Yep. 
I still haven't found the sister movie, though. I keep forgetting what the hell oh, it's called, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll look it back up again. For the 15 million time. Yeah, right. We got this. <laughs> so, origin hypothesis. Indo-European. So, according to classist Martin Litchfield West, satyrs in Solenoi in Greek mythology are similar to a number of other entities appearing in other Indo-European mythologies, indicating that they probably go back in some vague form. To Proto-Indo-European mythology, like satyrs, they, these other Indo-European nature spirits are often human and animal hybrids, frequently bearing specifically equine or acidine features. Human-animal hybrids known as Kimpurusas or Kimnaras are mentioned in the Ramayuna, uh, an Indian epic poem written in Sanskrit. According to Augustine of Hippo uh, and others, the ancient Celts believed in Deuce, which were hairy demons believed to occasionally take human form and seduce mortal women. Because, hmm. you know, that's what we're here for. Apparently only to so. be seduced. Yep. Uh, so later figures in Celtic folklore included the Irish Bokana, the Scottish Urushk and Glaistig, and the Manx Guyahedag, uh, are part human and part goat. The lexicographer uh, Hesychius of Alexandria, 5th or 6th century AD, records that Illyrians believed like in satyr-like creatures called Duodai, the Slavic Lezai, also bears similarities to satyrs since he is described as being covered in hair and having goat's horns, ears, feet, and long clay-like fingernails. <laughs> Which gives me the mental image of that fawn. Because you only have, like, the long but, fingers. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Boom. Solved it. Cracked the code. This is great. But he did look tree-like because he did say he was ancient. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. old. Because he said that his name was... Only the trees could pronounce it. Which, yeah, it's usually how that goes. He old as dirt. But hey, if that fawn showed up, I'd be like, I'm doing exactly everything you say to the T. Yeah. And never not listening. Just don't fucking feed me to a kelpie and we're good. Right, literally. <laughs> Moving on. So like the satyrs, these similar creatures are in other uh, Indo-European mythologies are often, uh, um, also, also. Are often also tricksters. Mischief makers and dancers. The Leslie? Lezai? Lezai. Mm. That's one of the ones I had to make up. Yeah, we couldn't find the one for that. A lot of things we could not find. So I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> Chugging along again. <laughs> um, but they were believed to trick travelers into losing their way. The uh, Armenian? Yep. Or uh, Payan? Pay or pain, I would think, maybe. Okay. But they were a group of male spirits that dance in the woods. In grammatic mythology, elves were also said to dance in woodland wood land clearings and leave behind fairy rings. They were also thought to play pranks, steal horses, tie knots in people's hair, and steal their children and replace them with changing changelings. Wow, it's like we might have done an episode on that. I know, right? <sighs> episode 40-something. <laughs> I don't remember the exact one, but I listened, listened to it fairly, re the, fairly recently. And got to relive my rage on how Charizard is in a dragon type. You're welcome. Because <laughs> he sucks. Fuck off. You shut your whore mouth over I'm there. I'm fucking deshell your Blastoise, even though I don't even like dislike Blastoise. Water for life, bitch. Men are so cunty. I know, right? Well, it's not like you can hear in the first Men place. are like, <laughs> I could just be like, hey, guess what? I'm like, you know, kind of like okay about this one thing you like but you know I don't dislike the thing you like and the men's like fuck everything you like, like Whoa. only my things matter yep and then they're just like why don't you tell me what you like anymore we can play this and I was like no we can't mm -hmm. you stay mm -hmm. over there on your the side biggest of the lie is, well we'll do what you want tonight will we you tell me what you want to do and we'll do it I promise I'm not in the mood for that okay can we do something else? Can we do that later? Well, I'm about to get in line with my friends. Men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on. Poor Austin's just like, oh, God damn bunch of men. He man haters over here. Listen, when there's, when we outnumber you, we're allowed. They're mm -hmm. God given right. He's just like, bitch, I got two babies over there. You outnumbered. <laughs> Listen, Felix is like half. This is true. That's sass. <laughs> yeah, 
Fanfast. Oh, I love him. <laughs> he's only he's a half a point more equal right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, moving on. Yes, moving on. Um, where was we actually? Um, oh, changelings. Yes. West note notes. I'm sorry. Notes that satyrs, elves, and other nature spirits are are of this variety are a motley crew. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I had to think of a yeah, Motley Crue song for a second. I don't think Shout Motley Crue. Shout at the Devil. Is it? Yeah. Shout at the Devil! And then there's... I watched the, the, the movie thing about it. I know. Oh, I Is just, it... I, I Smoking in the Boys the part. Room with his, too? Hmm? No. I, I was thinking maybe. Home Sweet Home. No. That's sweet Guns N' Roses, isn't no. it? No. Home Sweet Home. I don't know. Listen, we'll Google this later. <laughs> this conversation isn't over. <laughs> Again, the best thing to come out of that movie is you don't know shit about Disney. The <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where it's like me sitting at the children's table at a family event. <laughs> Kids' tables are always the best. It's so good. Their little minds are just like, and you're just like, let me squeeze in here and blow right. your mind even more. And they're like, <gasps> listen, you won't ask me when I'm going to get married, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> They're accepting, yeah. <laughs> and then they're You're just, more worried about the games on my phone than my, you know, ability to have a child like you. <laughs> they're like, this is the god among us now. <laughs> Love it. Start my own child cult. <laughs> the pad. <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I love it. Stamps that as well as the other things I approve. <laughs> But anyway, this Motley crew is um, difficult to recon- reconstruct. Thank you. Re- reconstruct a prototype behind them. I have no idea if that made sense now. No, but yeah, we're going yeah. with it. Uh, nonetheless, he concludes that we can recognize um, recurrent mm-hmm. traits and that they can uh, properly be traced back to the Porto. Porto? Proto. Proto, sorry. Indo. Um, European in some forms. Excuse me. Near Eastern. On the other hand, a number a number of commentators have noted that the set uh, satyrs. I was going to say setars. <laughs> the satyrs are also similar t- uh, to uh, being in the beliefs of ancient near. Wait, wait. Beliefs of ancient near Eastern cultures. Various demons of the desert are mentioned in the uh, ancient Near Eastern text, although the um, iconography cool, of those being um, is pr- poorly attested. Being possible similar, wait, wait, being possible similarities to satyrs called um, serum? Yeah, I'm going to go with serum or serum or serum maybe. I don't know. I didn't even have the correct little accent to go over this E on my computer. That's, like, how obscure this word is. Yeah. This is intense. Well, uh, obscure to anyone who is not Jewish, I would assume. I don't know. Because it's in Hebrew. I don't know. We tried. Uh, but they are mentioned several times in the Hebrew Bible. Uh, seer? Sir? Sure. Or um, Sayer? Sayer. I don't know. Was the standard uh, Hebrew word for he-goat. And do for the sake of convenience, that's what we're going to keep saying is he-goat. Yes, it is a he-goat now. Uh, But it could apparently sometimes refer to demons in the form of goats. They are indefinitely... What? Hold on. Um, Evidently. Evidently, thank you. Subjects to... uh, Uh, Veneration. Veneration. Okay. Because um, Leviticus. 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 Mm -hmm. I don't read the Bible, so I don't want any of this nonsense. Facts. Uh, But it was in 17.7. Forbids Israelites from making sacrificial offerings to them. And 2 Chronicle 11.15 mentions that in a special cult was established for the uh, he-goat of uh, Jeroboam. Oh, Jeroboam. Jeroboam one, uh, like satyrs, they are were associated with uh, desolate places and were with some ver- uh, variety of dancing. Um, Isa, no, Isaiah. 
Is that Isaiah? Mm-hmm. Isaiah 13.21 predicts in Karen L. Edwards' translation, but wild animals will lie down there, and its house will be full of howling creatures. Their ostriches will live, and their goat demons will dance. I'm glad the ostriches are okay. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was all I got, like, I got to that part. I had to reread it like three times. I was like, Does that, is that ostriches? <laughs> what, what do ostriches have to do with? Okay, ostriches. Maybe it's because when they get scared, they dig their, put their heads in a hole. Is that true? Yes, they do. They also try to kill themselves, so. Listen, unless you've got Google pulled up with hard facts, don't be arguing. I'll tell you all about facts about ostriches later. You can't do that because the computer like. You have a phone, don't you, that you always keep by you, but you yell at me about it. Don't care. Oh, well, I have mine here, but you yell at me for that, so. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. But yeah. Yes. Like I said, ostriches. Glad they're good. I'm glad they're okay. Um, similar, similarly, this is Isaiah again? Yes. Why can't I read this? <laughs> <laughs> English is hard, man. <laughs> but in uh, 3414 declares, Wildcats shall meet with hyenas, goat demons shall call to each other. There too Lilith shall repose and find a place to rest. Of the he-goat were understood by at least some ancient um, commentators to be a goat-like demon of the wilderness. And the Latin vul- vulgate, yep. a translation of the Old Testament, he-goat is pronounced, uh, I'm sorry, is translated to uh, philosis. Uh, pi- pilosis? Pilosis? Or pilosis? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. I tried. <laughs> Uh, but which also means hairy. Jerome, yeah, mm-hmm. the translator of Vulgate, uh, equated. Thank you. Equated these figures with the satyrs. Both satyrs and he goats have uh, also been compared to the jinn, uh, pre-Islamic Arabian, Arabia. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, who were envisioned as hairy demons in the form of animals who could sometimes change into forms, including human-like ones. Yes. And Jins, also an episode we may have done already. Actually, around the same time, happy almost year anniversary Woo-woo. of our Jin episode. Yeah. I remember because we recorded on 4th of July last year. And I wanted to do the America fucking <laughs> <laughs> playing on picture of my mic. <gasps> and it took a lot of work to make it work. But it did, and it was worth it. It's great. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Save the day the American way. Exactly. Sing along. That movie is so dumb. It's great. Uh, but anyways, so moving on. In um, archaic and classical Greece, physical appearance. Um, in archaic and classical Greek art, satyrs are shown with the ears and tails of horses. They walk upright on two legs like human beings. They are usually shown with... Bestial faces, stub noses, and mane-like hair. They are often bearded and balding. Because they don't have it hard enough. They have to be balding, too. <laughs> Poor ears. Uh, so, like other Greek nature spirits, satyrs are always depicted nude. Sometimes they also have the legs of horses, but in ancient art, including both face paintings and in sculpture, satyrs are most often represented with human legs and feet. Lame. I'm not interested <laughs> in normal human things. Ugh. So... Uh, satyr's genitals. <laughs> Complete one eight here. Whoop, whoop. Because it's like, it comes in like waves. Like it starts at a high point, and then you're like, okay, normal history, normal history, penis. Normal history, normal coaster. history. Like literally, Whoa. like you're just going up and down. You're welcome. How you doing? Like riding the American Eagle. Freedom. <laughs> I was talking about the Six Flags, right? But then also that, yes. (laughs) I thought you were talking about riding on top of a giant screeching. That's way more exciting. (laughs) I was going to say a screeching pigeon. (laughs) Yes. 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 American Eagle is now when someone flies at a screeching pigeon. Pass it on. (laughs) If cows can eat people, we can call eagles screeching pigeons. (laughs) 
I just like re-hijacking that name after that clothing store. Be like, oh, American Eagle, I think you can sell clothes. <laughs> well, now it's a weird sex position. <laughs> or some word on Urban Dictionary deal with it. <laughs> I like it. That's ruined businesses. <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> Screeching pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> I want to draw a pigeon on just <sighs> oh. Satyr's genitals <laughs> Tell me more about Satyr's genitals Are always depicted as either erect Or at least extremely large <laughs> Girl Their erect phalli <laughs> Represent their association with wine and women Okay. I don't know why, but okay. <laughs> Which were the two major aspects of their god Dionysus, Dionysus uh, domain. In some cases, satyrs are portrayed as very human-like, lacking manes or tails. As time progressed, this became the general trend. With satyrs losing aspect of their original bestial appearance over the course of Greek history and gradually becoming more and more human. Lame. Yeah, boring. Um, in the most common depiction, satyrs are shown drinking wine, dancing, playing flutes, chasing nymphs, or consorting with Dionysus. They also frequently shown masturbating um, <laughs> or copulating with animals. Yep. <laughs> and scenes from ceramic paintings depicting satyrs engaging in orgies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Satyrs standing by and watching are often shown masturbating. <laughs> Like a creep. Because, you know, orgies. Austin <laughs> <laughs> shook. He is shook as. Like, God, like, and you know, like, vase paintings back then took a really long time. Mm-hmm. So someone spent hours making fucking Seder porn, essentially. Possibly days. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, hours, days. Fuck it, weeks of it, depending on how big it is. I mean, he's got God to do bless it. the internet. He's got to do sketches, and he's just like, paint my masterpiece. <laughs> or are they stuck in those positions? What do you mean, like the... Uh, like in Hercules, when he's like, got Scar on his back. He's, he's like, like, I told you oh, not to move. Yeah, okay, got it. Oh, damn. Okay. Sorry, I don't know why. I, I was, was waiting for the connection. Like, I guess it never happened. I, so was, I, was, like, I was thinking. Operator, I was, operator, <laughs> and. I was access. reversed. I wasn't thinking about there being a muse there. I was just thinking about the person painting, like just staying in one spot with like a single stroke. That's like what oh. was going on. And that's why I was like, what? <laughs> that's why I was like, all right, and we're connecting to Bree now, quick, and we're good. It's uh, so just like my headsets. I hit it in the wrong, but, wrong you know, area. Greeks, I mean, orgies were a big thing, so, like, what's really, you know, stopping them? Nothing. Again, like, dude spent days making porn. But I guess, I don't know, technically it takes days to make regular porn. You have to film it and editing. Reshoots, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I've never filmed a porn, I don't know what happens. They have fluffers. Oh my god, yes, I have heard about that. <laughs> and that's the most ridiculous name I've ever heard, but okay. It's a great insult, though. I mean, yeah. You fucking Romeo and Juliet, I bite my thumb at you, sir. Yep. You look like a fluffer. If no one knows what that means. <laughs> yeah, but if they don't know what it means, they're like, this guy called me a fluffer, what the fuck does that mean? They're gonna go look at it and be like, later, after you've left, and be like, oh, this motherfucker! <laughs> Watch, though, because with how the internet's been going, it's just going to be a p- bunch of pictures of fluffy dogs and cats. <laughs> Look at this fluffer. <laughs> and it just turns into, why the fuck is he calling me cute? <laughs> and it comes full circle. <laughs> oh, but moving on. Yes. To behavior. Yeah. One of the earliest written sources of satyrs is the catalog of women. Because we are a catalog. Yeah. All different sizes, shapes, and colors. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which was uh, attributed mm-hmm. to the, um, what did we say that was? Bo- Bo- Boatian. Boatian poet. Um, Hesiod. Hes- Hesiod. Here, satyrs are born alongside the nymphs of uh, Cur- Curites 
and are described as good for nothing prankster. Um, I'm sorry, good for nothings and prankster satyrs. Satyrs were often, um, God bless America. Satyrs were widely seen as mischief makers who uh, routinely uh, played tricks on people and interfered with their personal property. They had um, insatiable sexual appetites and um, often sought to seduce or ravish both nymphs and mortal women alike, though these attempts were not always successful. Satyrs always, almost always appeared in artwork alongside male male <laughs> I mean hey I mean they like everybody some satyrs are into that mm-hmm. but uh, they artwork alongside female companions of some ver- variety these female companions may be clothed or nude Ooh. but the satyr always treated them as mere sexual objects like that's something new right um, wow wow it's so crazy that that's ever been a thing <clears throat> oh, what's that it's still a thing Hmm. Hmm. Imagine that. Wow. <laughs> a single elder uh, satyr named Silenos uh, was believed to be ha- uh, have been the tutor of Danaeus. Yes, on uh, Mount Nisha. After Danaeus, Danaeus grew to um, maturity. Silenos became one of his most devoted followers, remaining uh, protect per. Practically drunk. Yep. Always drunk. Always woo, drunk. Woo, all woo, the time. Woo. I mean, hey, if that's all you had to do to be a follower, kiss my liver goodbye. Yeah, bye, liver. We don't need you today. <laughs> Except I do it, I'll die. But, you know, hey. <laughs> uh, these images were reflected in the uh, classical Athenian satyr play. Satyr play were a uh, genre of plays defined by the facts that these choruses were invariable made up of satyrs. These satyrs are always always led by Silenus, uh, who is their father. According to Carl A. Shaw, a chorus of satyrs in a satyr play were always trying to get a laugh with their animal, animalistic, animalistic, playful, um, rowdy, 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 and above all, sexual behavior. You deviants. Ooh. How could you? Papa. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, that was part of like the first recording, wasn't it? I don't even know. It all blurs together. Well, I hope it was a part of this one because call back. David Austin. <laughs> <laughs> the Cedar Plate. <laughs> the Satyrs play an important role in driving a plot of the production without any of them actually being a lead role, which was always reserved for a god or a tragic hero. Many satyr plays were named for the activity in which the chorus of satyrs engaged during the production, such as uh, net haulers, spectators, or competitors at the Isthmian Games and Searchers. Like tragedies, but unlike comedies, satyr plays were set in a distant past and dwelt with mythological Mythological. Thank you. I can't do it. I tried. <laughs> Subjects. The third of the cent, uh, the third or second century BC philosopher uh, Demetrius mm-hmm. of uh, Florium famously characterized the satiric satiric genre in his uh, treatise De Elecusen. Elecusen. Yeah, E-U-Q-S-N, because it was like electrocution. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Welcome to our learning process. <laughs> As the middle ground began. Want to teach your children how to speak poorly? This is the app for you. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> <sighs> As the middle ground between tragedy and comedy, a playful tragedy. Which, I mean, okay, doesn't make the most sense, but okay, playful tragedy. Um, so the only complete extant uh, satyr play is Euripides' Cyclops, which is a burlesque of a scene oh. from the 8th century BC epic poem, The Odyssey, in which Odysseus is captured by the Sock... Uh, Cyclops. Cyclops. <laughs> He's a Cyclops. <laughs> He's a Cyclops with one eye. <laughs> you guys. 
I'm full of great ideas, Cyclops. <laughs> we need to do this now. Yeah. All, all I can think about is like Kermit with we're one just eye. Gonna, we're just going to take all of Austin's old socks. <laughs> His socks are black. We'll have to use Donnie's. Whatever, we'll take someone's old socks there and we then we'll just sew a button to them and then sell them on the internet. All of it. We'll make Proper so much money. Like Socklips. We'll have to sign it. I like it. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, that's the one that got it. <laughs> Keep up with the times, Austin. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so the Cyclops, Polyphemus, in a cave. In the play, Polyphemus has captured a tribe of satyrs led by Silenus, who is described as their father. Ooh, papa. <laughs> <laughs> and forced them to work with for him as his slaves. After Polyphemus captures Odysseus, Silenus attempts to play Odysseus and Polyphemus off each other for his own benefit, primarily by tricking them into giving him wine. Hmm. Priorities. Yep. Uh, as in the original scene, Odysseus managed to blind Polyphemus and escape. Approximately 450 lines, most of which are fragmentary, have survived of uh, Sophocles' satyr play, Ichnute, or tracking satyrs. In the surviving portion of the play, the chorus of satyrs are described as lying on the ground like hedgehogs in a bush, or, <laughs> or like a monkey be- bending over to fart at someone. <laughs> These descriptions are on point, man. <sighs> So the character Selene scolds them. All you satyrs do, you do for the sake of fun. Cease to expand your smooth palace with delight. (sighs) You should not make silly jokes and chatter so that the gods will make you shed tears to make me laugh. God bless them. I'm sorry if anyone was like, hey, stop stroking your dick. (laughs) I mean, an asshole. Like, if I have to say that to you, we have a problem. (laughs) And you need help. Uh, but anyways so in Dionysus fragmentary satyr play Lemos or starvation Silenus attempts to give the hero Eracles an enema (laughs) (laughs) zero to a hundred right there again again like it's just that was like you know the loop to loop part of the roller coaster (laughs) enema (laughs) I wasn't even thinking about that half of the body (sighs) (sighs) So, a number of vase paintings depict scenes from satyr plays, including Pronomus Vase, which depicts the entire cast of a victorious satyr play dressed in costume wearing shaggy leggings, erect fat eye, and horse tails. The genre's reputation for crude humor is alluded to to in other texts, as well in Aristophanes' comedy Thesmophoria Sue, uh, the tragic poet, Agathon declares that a dramatist must be able to adapt the persona of his characters in order to successfully portray them on stage. In lines 157 through 158, Euripides' unnamed relative retorts, Well, let me know when you're wearing this writing satyr plays. I'll get behind you with my heart on and show you how. Girl. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Bill. That's what I needed. <gasps> So this is the only extant reference to the genre of satyr plays from a work of ancient Greek comedy. And according to Shaw, it is effectively characterizing satyr plays as a genre of hard-ons. <laughs> a genre of hard-ons. Yep. I just wish that there was a way to play the clip of Katya in the, one of the uh, episodes where she's like, Boner City! Austin's <laughs> Lord and Savior. <laughs> so in spite of their... Um, Body behavior. However, satyrs were still uh, revered. Thank you. As uh, semi divine beings and companions of the god uh, Dionysus. Thought to possess? Yep. Okay. Sitting there staring at I was like, what the fuck is that word? I know this word, but what is it? (laughs) What month is it? (sighs) Do you slot dogs? They were thought to possess their own kind of wisdom that was helpful to humans if they could be convinced to share it. And Plato's uh, symposium, symposium, Asabiatus, uh praises Socrates. Yeah, yay! Uh, Which but, I don't see how this is praises, but okay. Yes, by comparing him to the famous uh, satyr Martius, he resembled him physically since he is balding and has 
a <gasps> snub nose. <gasps> right? Literally. I was just like, damn. I know, because I'm like, Literally. oh, okay. But uh, Al- uh, Alcibiades uh, condescends that he resembles him mentally as well because he is insulting and imbu- uh, abusive. Wow. It's like, Jesus. Sounds like a real winner. Mm-hmm. In a possession of irresistible charm. Um, erratically inclined to beautiful people. Erratically. What did I say? Erratically. Oh, well, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> One is going up. <laughs> they're, right? They're both, they're both heart rate inducing, but not in the same way. They both go up. So they... <laughs> <laughs> Their dicks are huge. <laughs> like, like a satyr's penis, it is erect. <laughs> <laughs> See, we were able to get it in there. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but besides the uh, being inclined to beautiful people, and they act uh, as if he knows nothing, and acts as if yeah, it's, yep. Um, Asabiotis concludes that uh, Socrates' role as a philosopher is similar to the one the uh, paternal yep uh, satyr sin- uh, Silenus. Thank you. Because at first he questions some, uh, his questions seem ridiculous and laughable, but upon closer inspection, they're revealed to be f- uh, filled with much wisdom. One story mentions by um, Herodotus, Herodotus in the uh, Herstories and in fragment in the fragment by Aristotle recounts that King Midas once captured Sinoe. Uh, C- Lee knows. Sure. I'm going with it. Uh, who provided him with wise phys- uh, philosophical, thank you, advice. Uh, mythological. According to classic, uh, classic, classist, thank you, William Hansen, although satyrs are popular in classical art, they rarely appear in surviving mythological. Myth- mythological. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Struggle busting over here. Um, Mythological accounts. Different classical sources present conflicting accounts of satyr's origins, including to a fragment from the um, Hesiodic, thank you, catalog of women. Satyrs are sons of five, are sons of the five granddaughters of um, Pheronius, and therefore siblings of the Oreds and the Curites. The satyr Marshit, however, is described by mythographs. Um, as the son of either Olympios or, um, Orgoros, um, Hansen observes that there may be more than one way to produce a satyr, as there is to produce a cyclops or a uh, centaur. The classical Greeks recognized that satyrs obviously could not self-reproduce since there were no female satyrs, but they seem to have been unsure whether satyrs were mortal or Immortal. Or maybe they were like dwarves. Because, you know, girl dwarves also have beards. Yeah, and they're just like, we can't tell. Dwarves just pop out of the ground. (laughs) Or like the ants, where they haven't seen the females in centuries, and they're just like, what's the matter with the ants? Okay. It took me a second. I knew what you were talking about. And then I was like, I know what you're talking about, but I I call them ants. (laughs) That makes sense. But I was like confused for a second because I was like, I know the storyline, but I'm trying to picture the thing you're saying it is. Yeah, they just fucking lost them. Yep, plus the females. But anyways, satyrs are mysteries. Mysteries. So rather than appearing in mass, uh, as in satyr plays, when satyrs appear in myths, um, it is usually in the form of a single famous character. The comic playwright Melanipodus of Milos tells the stories uh, in his last comedy, Marcius, of how after inventing the Aulus, the goddess Athena looked in the mirror while she was playing it. She saw how blowing in, into it puffed up her cheeks and made her look silly. So she threw the alos away and cursed it so that whoever picked it up would meet an awful death. That's how you solve problems as a Greek deity. <laughs> I create an instrument that makes me look dumb when I play it. First. <laughs> this is my own fault. Yeet it out there. <laughs> like, like, Here, Pandora, I have a box. This. Like, but yeah, so then... Where was I? Cursed awful death. So the Alos was picked up by the satyr Marcius, who challenged Apollo to a musical contest. They both agreed before then that whoever won would be allowed to do whatever he wanted to the loser. 
Marcius played the alos and Apollo played the lyre. Apollo turned his lyre upside down and played it. He asked Marcius to do the same with his instrument. Since he could not, Apollo was deemed the victor. Apollo hung Marcius from a pine tree and flayed him alive to punish him for his hubris and daring to challenge one of the gods. That's why he's an asshole. Like, I don't know, do a music contest. Great, hope you like being flayed if you lose. It's just music. Just because he couldn't turn his instrument upside down and play it. And it wasn't even his instrument. Mm-hmm. But that's what you get for picking up random instruments and then challenging people to duels. Like, that just seems redundant. Well, even in the Olympian lore thing that I read, he's an asshole himself, Apollo, so. Well, yeah. Aren't they all? He needs to sleep. Because <laughs> we all like a tortured soul, okay? Exactly. We're like, we can fix him. And then he's just like, I have puppies. And I just like, give me your dog. Literally, yeah, that, that would be what sells me. He's like. I'm this really angsty guy that, you know, blah, 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 has been hurt before. And I'm like, ugh. And then I'll be like, and then I have five dogs. I'll be like, all right, I'm back in. <laughs> Reel me back in. Just don't talk to me about your feelings. <laughs> Just show me your dogs. Bring me your dogs. But anyways, um, so later this story became accepted as canical, and the Ath- Athenian sculptor Myron created a group of bronze sculptures based on it, which was installed before the western front of the Parthenon, in around 440 BC. Surviving retellings of the legend are found in the library of Pseudo uh, Apollodorus uh, Pausanias, Guide to Greece, and the Fabulae of Pseudo Ionis. In a myth referred, or I'm sorry, in a myth referenced in multiple classic texts, including the Bibliotheque of Pseudo Apollodorus and the Fabulo, or Fabulae of Pseudo Ionis. A satyr from Argos once attempted to rape the nymph Amimoni, but she called the god Poseidon for help, and he launched his trident at the satyr, knocking him to the ground. This myth may have originated from Aeschylus' lost satyr play Amimoni, scenes um, of one or more satyrs chasing Amimone became a common trope in Greek vase paintings starting in the late 5th century BC. Among the earliest depictions of the scene came from the, a bell crater, in the style of the or the Peleus uh, painter from Syracuse and a bell crater in the style of the Dinos painter from Vienna. That's where we're going to end for now. Mm-hmm. Because there's eight more pages, my dear children. <laughs> there's a lot of shit on this. Are you excited? I am. Because if you thought you heard the last of penises, that's not going to be the case. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. No, it's probably definitely more penis in this half, but there's still some more penis in the other one. Okay, so we're at the climax. Now we got to descend <laughs> down. <laughs> we're at the height of fat eye. You're welcome. But yeah, so I just like, because it is, because what is it? I felt like um, Phil and Hercules is described as a satyr. Yeah. You know? So, like, you already, like, as a child, or at least children of the 90s, that's what we remember satyrs as. So, for them to be like, just kidding, they had horse tails and ears, and you're like, what? But also, pony play. Well, Phil yeah, had That's what ear- we're ending on. <laughs> <laughs> we're not ending. We're not done yet. But I'm just saying, that's just what that makes me think of. Especially if they have human legs. You guys, I solved it. Pony play is one of the oldest kinks. <laughs> okay, so Phil did have like goat feet. Yeah, and he had horns. He like had horns and the nymph ears. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But he was always described as satyr. But like in other genres, you usually get more fawn. But yeah, I don't know. So, like I said, so this will be the end of part one. I feel like this, I feel a little bit better about this one because even as it's more like less pop culture y than like the next episode will be, it's like still interesting stuff. Erections, orgies, satyr plays. Mm-hmm. What more could you want? <laughs> All the things and more. So yeah. Well, satyrs. I love satyrs. I would say comments, questions, concerns, but we're going to learn more. So hold your questions to the end of the lecture and because we may touch on the topic you have questions about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Class Over, dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please hold all questions till the end. We uh, hope you have a spooky evening. Hope that you're all staying as safe as you can. And we did it. 101. 101. We didn't stop at 100 because let's just fucking keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You're not asking for it, but 
we're not asking. So these are our joys during these trying times. Yes. It's our decompress of talking about erect phalli. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. But yes. So rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate and have a spooky night. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, Barbara. <laughs>